This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a good show for you today. We got the great Kelly girl with us Hi, in studio. We're excited, Woo. fired up, everything's ready to Are go. Are you really fired up? Fired up. <laughs> Fired you up. were just yelling at me a few seconds oh, ago. Oh yeah, yelling. I just I'm a yeller. Big <laughs> no, time. I just yell I'm and joking. scream. I'm totally joking. And scream he and yell, yell and yell and scream. And that's what we do. No. And we got a good show for you today, gang. I want you to stay tuned all the way till the end because we're gonna bring in a whole bunch of people that had a phenomenal day fishing yesterday. And we got lots of cool pictures. Those of you that are watching on Facebook and YouTube, you're gonna get to see lots of cool pictures. Marley's fired up. There he is right above Kelly's head. He loves it when Kelly girl's in studio with us. He <laughs> thinks that, look at him, perk right up. He Mama heard monk. Marley boy. Marley's our monkey. Those of you that have never seen our show before, we do this live Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We need to talk about something real quick before we get going, gang. War Heroes on Water starts on the 22nd. War Heroes on Water starts on the 22nd of September, and we need a couple more boats. We also need to let the guys know that we appreciate everything they've done for us to let us live free and and uh, do all the great things we get to do. So that QR code for the War Heroes on Water will be in Newport Harbor on the 23rd or the 24th. I'm thinking the 23rd, but gang... You want to be involved. This is a spectacular thing. We go through Newport Beach. You can, If you don't have a boat, you can still come down and be part of the parade. It's a spectacular event. And if you do have a boat and you can carry three war heroes for or two war heroes for three days or three war heroes for three days, we need a few more boats. We don't want to leave anybody on the dock. So you can give me a call at 949-374-0786. We'll get your boat in this. It's going to be a spectacular event. And yeah, as for those of you that have a monkey at home, you probably won't be able to go, such as myself. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always a fun thing, though. I've been to, what, twice, two of the yeah. events, and they're, they're really fun, really neat. Good it's cost. great. Yeah, the guys and yeah. gals that fought for us are going to be there. We're going to keep moving back. Yeah, We're going to be in the other room in a minute. But uh, it's a great camaraderie builder for the war heroes. They get a lot out of this. I get way more out of it than they ever will. They don't understand that. But check out War Heroes on Water. Grab that QR code. Those of you that are driving in your cars, check out War Heroes on Water. It's a phenomenal yes. event. And all the money goes to uh, Freedom Alliance, who takes care of so much in the lives of the war heroes and gives back so much. So understand your money will not be going to waste. It's going to be going to a phenomenal program. War heroes on water, super important event. So make sure you get involved. Gang, we got a phenomenal show for you today. Kelly girl's going to answer all the questions that you send us. Send your questions in to 949-374-0786. We'll just keep moving back till we end up in the other room here. And uh, 949-374-0786 is the way to get a hold of us. And if you have a question, please feel free to send it in. And then Kelly Girl loves to give stuff away. And she's going to give away a T-shirt and a hat today, she said. 
She's feeling very generous. So you're going to get a Your Saltwater Guide t-shirt and a hat if you're the lucky person she picks to win the prize. And all you got to do to win the prize is what? Send in a message. Send in a question. Let Kelly know what you want to know. As normal, our first person to kick off the show is John Stan, John and oh. Tina Stanley. Are you and reading the questions? Or I'm I guess I am right now. Okay. For Kelly, what's the number one business or store you wish that would come to Cabo? Oh, gosh. For just for, oh, uh, I'd say probably Target. I'd have to say Target because, um, yeah, Target or maybe Ulta or Sephora. That's a, they're cosmetic stores. So those are my favorite <laughs> stores. Probably Target because I can get things for our, our pets. I can get things for Dave. I can get things for myself. Um, and it's just, you know, every they have everything. So, yeah, Target for sure. Hands down. And those of you that are new to the show and you don't know what we're talking about, we live in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. We live in a third world country. We live in one of the vacation capitals of the world. Everybody wants to come here. We live here. We live here. And we it do. is pouring down rain pouring outside down rain, right but now. But hot as heck, too. <laughs> and humid as heck. I'm dying. Um, you know, what's cool is, well, it's not, well, we just had a brand new Walmart open up here in, in Cabo. Brand new Walmart. Dave and I visited the store, but two days ago. Yep. And it's exactly like the the old one. I mean, it's no, no change. I was hoping, you know, there'd be, it'd be bigger, better, but I didn't think it was that. that the floor layout is exactly, exactly the, the same. same, same product, same everything. So I was a little bummed about that, but so yeah, anyway, but a target would be target nice, would be my choice. For if sure. you got a way to get a target down here, yeah. Kelly girl will be your first shopper. <laughs> oh, at your target I'll be your store. shopper every day. She's every, coming in at least huh? a couple times a week for sure. <laughs> Kelly girl, Mike Lewis wants to know, does Dave ever sleep? He responds to every comment, it seems like, oh in a 24-hour day. Mike, let me tell you, and hello, by the way. Um, yes, Dave sleeps. <laughs> Dave does sleep. He he actually goes to bed early. He falls asleep very early. And I'm a, I'm a night owl. I'm a night owl and a early riser. So I, I don't require a lot of sleep. Dave, on the other hand, does. And he goes to bed pretty early. Yeah, and but why? Why? I don't know why. Well, why for do you? the first <laughs> 48 years of our yeah. existence on the planet, He's, what did yeah. we do? His body is very tired. He worked very hard for the, you know, the first 48 years of his life. Or not you the first were there 48 for years of life. But he, the last, you know, a lot of his life. Were lifetime, we busy? Very busy. Dave, I never saw Dave. Now we see each other all the time and we're like, who, you know, you, you need to go on vacations. <laughs> you need to go no, do something. He does sleep. He does sleep. He, and he sleeps hard. Well, not really. I don't know. But he here's does. the deal, Mike Lewis. We get about 10,000 comments a week. Gang, if you're not paying attention to us, if you don't know who we are, your saltwater guide, we get about 10,000 comments a week. We get about 30 million views a month across all social media. I'm not talking Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. We're not idle. We're not uh, talking about one of those platforms. We're on every single platform. We're on X. We're on Threads. We're on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Plus, we put our podcast out across all podcast carriers. We get an average of 10,000 comments a week. Kelly Girl, myself, we have a young lady that works for us, Bailey. We basically answer comments all day long. That's what we do. We answer the comments. We love, love, love the haters. They drive the algorithm I don't know like that crazy. I love them, but Kelly you can't do. handle the, the haters. No, I, I love like the them. haters. I know. They they make me laugh. And if you ever want to see something super funny, go down the rabbit hole. Uh, go go to how to tie up your boat or how to dock your boat or how to fillet a fish. Or uh one of the if you went down one of those three rabbit holes, those videos all have millions and millions of views. And you wouldn't even believe it. I think 25,000 25, comments and crazy, just insane. 99.9% 9 .9 of them tell you that I don't know how to fillet a fish. We have right? a sneaker in it. We have two. Oh, kitties are coming in. I got to get the kids out. out. I left the door out, open. Out, we don't out. allow the cats in here out. most of the time because the cats want to come in. We're they not just, sure what's going to happen with Marley. They just want to taste them. They've never tasted monkey I before. Know. And they think, God, I yeah. wonder what that monkey would taste like. Yeah. We don't want that to happen. So. 
<laughs> Remember, gang, if you want to talk to me or Kelly Girl right now, text us 949-374-0786. And Kelly Girl will answer your questions to the best of her abilities. Dave Burris, Kelly. Hi, Dave. What is the routine and maintenance for taking care of Marley? What do you feed him? When do you bathe him? What do you do with him all day? Well, let's see. Uh, we let's see. He gets up every morning about seven, seven between seven and seven thirty, and we will go downstairs and make his breakfast, which consists of chopped up bananas, or wheat just a, bread. a little bit wheat bread. Just we tear little pieces, uh, mango sauce that he loves, and some nuts, some kind of nut. Um, what else do we put in there? Uh, a little protein powder and mm -hmm. a little vitamin D powder. Just to give him Mixes some... it into his mango sauce because he loves the mango mm -hmm. sauce. But he needs to have his vitamins. It's part of the deal. Yes. And, yeah. of course, water. So we, we make his prepare his breakfast bring him, or bring it upstairs. And when we walk in the room and he's usually awake in his cage, we, you know, open the cage doors and out he goes and... We, you know, just start the day and maintenance wise, it's a lot of picking up monkey poop and <laughs> clean up monkey pee. And, um, yeah, I do a lot of laundry, a lot of laundry because his stuff that's in his cage, like these, you know, pads, they get soiled. So, and we don't want the room to smell. So I do a ton of laundry, right? Do well, I also, he's a monkey, so he has to mark everything because yes. he wants to, everyone to make sure that they know this is his house. He'll pee, he pees everywhere. So everywhere. as soon as Kelly washes all the bedding, and there's a bunch of bedding, and he's got a four-story house, and there's a bunch of bedding and stuff in here, and she, he marks it. The moment she puts it in all clean, yeah. he runs over and marks it right away. It's just part of his deal. So yeah. we got lucky when we met Brandon because... Yes. This product right here, something fishy. This is an incredible product. And we told him at the show when we met him at the Peace Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, if you could get rid of the marking smell, we would promote the hell out of your product. And it did do that. It does. It, it does. It helps tremendously. I spray this in Marley's room right when he, when he goes to bed at night. Like, you know, after I clean up the room or Dave cleans up the room. I just spritz it around and it just, it's a nice, I love this stuff. I say it every time I'm on the show. I love this stuff. It's great. And if you don't know what we're talking about, gang, the product is something fishy. And if you go over there and you purchase this stuff, it's going to change whatever your fish smell that you have on your hands, the squid smell, the monkey smell, the cat smell, the whatever smell. smell, the Dave Hansen smell, whatever the smell is, this stuff is insane. And we're only saying it because it is. Yeah. And then when you're checking out, just put in the code YSWG and that'll help you out tremendously on the price of that. And then what else goes on when we're taking care of him? Well, then in the middle of the day, in the middle of the day, we, you know, Dave sits in here a lot and talks to him, you know, just interacts with him. We try to interact with him as much as possible because, you know, they're very social creatures and they, we don't want him to be lonely. So we just come in here and hang out. Dave does work uh, here in the, this is kind of his office slash Marley's room. And then, um, you know, will about, he goes to bed about, I don't know what time, 530. It changes a little bit. He goes to bed in the early evening. He just puts himself to bed. He crawls into the very bottom level of his cage and gets in, you know, underneath the blankets and goes to sleep. And then we clean up his room and I, I have to have his room back in a very orderly way and clean. And um, then we turn on some music for him. I like to play some like baby I don't know, some soft baby lullabies. They're jazz, it's jazz. It's by, I don't know, if you check out Songs of Birdland on YouTube. I love their song, their music for babies, their jazz uh, lullabies. We do that, and then we I come in and check on him every, a couple times. And he's like Throughout a baby. Night, he's like a baby. She comes in and checks on him. But listen, Marley's kind of unique. He goes to, like Kelly Girl said, he goes to sleep on his own. This structure that we got for him when he was little, this is his safe place. He'd rather be in his cage then wandering around, he he has to be in his cage when he goes to sleep at night. That's his deal. That's his deal, not us. We didn't even, we never even brought this on to him. He he did it himself. But that when we first got him, Dave and I were sitting in the room talking to each other. Remember that? And all of a sudden, we're like, "What happened to Marley?" He disappeared. We couldn't find him. 
he went under the blankets and went to sleep. And we were just amazed. And he kept doing that every single night around the same time. So, and, and he sleeps all through the night, like all night long. He just never wakes yeah. up. He I mean, that we know all night long. He may be petrified under the blankets. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, ah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's funny when he goes under the blankets, he lays as flat as he possibly can. Because I think what happens out in the wild is they get hunted pretty. So they, when he gets under the blanket, he doesn't move the yeah. whole night. He just lays flat as a pancake under there so that no predators can see him. He's, he's a pretty unique little dude. Yeah. And, uh, but he is all encompassing of all, our time all encompassing because what marmoset we don't dave didn't do any research dave just we're getting this monkey we're gonna save him the family that had him down here wasn't taking care of him i didn't do any research the number one cause of marmoset monkey's death is uh loneliness so one of us are in here almost all day every day with him when uh we don't like him to go to sleep without one of us in here. Yeah. We'll, we'll wait to go to dinner or wait to go do anything till Marty goes to sleep. It's kind of crazy. But it's, it's just like having a child. You wouldn't leave your child, you know, you'd want to say goodnight and make sure they're all tucked in and, and all that. Um, so it's, it's the same a lot, right? So, yeah. yeah. That's it. That's so it. So Jeanette, Miss Hot Rod wants to say, Hi. hey, Kelly girl and Captain Dave, what is the secret to keeping the spark alive? You both are a beautiful couple that still look totally infatuated with one another. What? Oh, <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, <laughs> Laura, are you infatuated with oh, me, Dave? I have, I, we have her baffled, huh? We are. We Wow. We are, we, no, I love Dave. Dave's Dave is a handful, but he's my, he's my man. Takes good care of me. It takes good care of our animals. Uh, I don't think we have a spark there, but oh, <laughs> stop it! I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. Gang, what we found out is that uh, <laughs> during that closure of the world a couple of years ago, we found out that we could actually hang out with each other 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just like all of you did. And I know the that whole thing caused a lot of damage to a lot of people, but it also showed us something. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jeanette. Thank you for that. Aww, oh my you. God. That's insane. Thank you so, so Sweet. much gang. You can put Thanks, tips gang. out there. You can sprinkle stars across everything. Let us know that you appreciate it. Jeanette, thank you very, very much. And I guess you guys are getting ready to go fishing with uh, Pablo here. And uh, we're going to bring Pablo onto the show here in about a half an hour, 45 minutes. And he's going to talk about what he did yesterday with oh, one of our boy. good friends, John and his wife, Tina Stanley. And that's a great story. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, we, we are inseparable. We can't go 10 minutes without talking to each other or calling each other. Right. I mean, that's yeah. bottom line. We're together all the time. Yeah. We we're together all the time, except when I go to do a show or go do a podcast or go like I'm going to go do War Heroes on Water. Or last week I was up seeing my kids. Kelly girl, we have friends that want to come and take care of Marley. But and I love you, Shayla. And we love you, Eric. And happy birthday, Eric. And, oh, happy birthday, Eric. But the thing is, is there's a thing about Marley. He need somebody around him all the time. I mean, that, I mean, it sucks. I should have done more research. It really paralyzed us from traveling. Mm -hmm. But when we bring people down here to take care of Marley, we love all of you, but we expect people to stay here with Marley. And yeah. we understand you get to Cabo. It's like a vacation. You want to go party, go to go do stuff. You want to go have fun. And we understand that, but we just, yeah, we just, we, it's like I said, it, having him is like having a like he's our child we we want someone to interact with him to engage him and you know stimulate him in whatever way you know play with him play games with him i do that all the time with him i talk to him like i'm talking now i do i don't do you know he, he's marley and i don't care if he doesn't understand but maybe it's just because i'm kind of sometimes i could i don't know i just i like i talk but to him so anyway he's all encompassing of our time yeah big time Big time. Big, 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 big time. Okay. <laughs> Dave, I know you're a live bait guy. What, but what is your favorite trout lure besides a fly? 
Tim, I like the super duper are the little tiny cast master. A super duper red and chrome are a little cast master. Those two things seem to work really good for me. I like that. Or the get some, the little tiny, like, uh, what's the bait? Hookup bait. The small hookup baits, the little get some trout lures, two pound or four pound line seems to get bit real good. There's a... It all depends on where we're fishing. Kelly girl, she got to catch a bunch of trout on those hookup baits when we went up there a couple of years ago. I mean, it's been a long time since we went to the Sierras. We love the Sierras. And uh, those of you that are listening on the podcast, I wanted to also let you know, Marley is the smallest monkey in the world. If you haven't seen our podcast, if you haven't watched it on YouTube or Facebook, someday check it out because Marley's always behind us jumping around. He's a little monkey, but he's only eight inches tall, full grown. When people come over to our house and visit Marley, they're blown away at how little he is. When I'm saying eight inches, he's as big as my phone. There he is. Hey, Marley. He's as big as my, he has a very long tail. He's as big like a, as my phone. He's, he's, yeah, he's a marmoset monkey and they are uh, the smallest monkeys the in the world. They call him a finger monkey. And they're native to Brazil, somewhere in Brazil. I don't know. And Ivan, I will be on the yacht joint venture this year. The big boat that I was on, Aquila, last year, they're having some problems. So they're not going to be in the tournament this year. So Colby Durant was nice enough to invite me to come drive his boat for the War Heroes. So I'll be on the joint venture for this tournament this year. It'll be my seventh year. I'm pretty excited. You were there from the beginning, right? Yeah, one, one of the original would, captains. And you're, everybody always wants to be on your boat. <laughs> so the, whatever boat you're on, that's the boat that people want to. The war heroes want to be there. We, Dave we catch zillions of fish. I just go fishing. I'm not so much trophy guy. I'm not going to drive you around in the middle of the ocean, try to catch a big tuna or something. We're going to go catch a million fish, let you go swim in, have fun, do stuff that you've never done before. When I, we always say when we get back, don't tell everybody how many fish you catch because they're not going <laughs> to believe, believe you. But we catch hundreds of fish. That's what it's all about, I think, is making sure that they catch something. Mike Lewis, is there anything we could do on a sport boat to catch the captain or deckhand's attention so that we might get a little more service or better treatment? Yeah, if you watch that video I put out yesterday about how to act on a sport boat, don't be, don't be that guy be the guy the big thing about sport boats is especially this time of year remember it's a grind so those guys have been working their butts off zero sleep or very very little sleep so when you get there just understand that hello how you doing can i get you anything cap my name's mike I'm super excited to be on the boat today. I can't wait. I want to listen to everything you tell me to do. I want to make sure I catch. I'm leaving my ego in the car, and I just want to make sure that I catch. And you want to make sure that you listen to what he has to say. But if you come in with that attitude that, hey, I'm just there to soak up the knowledge that you guys have, and I want to do everything the way you suggest, you win. You've already won. They're all like, that's all they want to hear. They don't want you to come on the boat and tell them how many fish you caught and what a great fisherman you are. And they don't want to see pictures of the fish you caught. They want you to listen to them. There's no one on the boat that wants to catch fish more than the captain. I don't care. This is your lifetime bucket list trip. The captain wants to catch fish more than anybody. Right, Kel? Right. So that would be my number one suggestion. Captain Dave and Kelly girl, I was wondering who cooks the most. Oh, it's Isaac's. Oh, my. Who cooks the most, Dave? Let's see. Let's think about that. Would be... Um, Here's the deal. Me. To be perfectly honest, Isaac. I do everything. I can cook, but I make a massive mess. <laughs> and Kelly Girl would rather not have me <laughs> right. cook. I mean, let's... He's like pig pen. Well, I just like to cook and like to throw stuff all over the kitchen and yeah. make stuff and cook it. And, and, and I'm the opposite. It. I like to cook and I clean. Kelly girl's go. washing the dish. The She's like washing the dish while the food's cooking yeah, in it. I do. So he's the opposite. It's so a different I, I animal. If Dave would cook every day if I asked if I wanted him to, but I don't want him to because then I'd be a lot of cleaning on my end. So yeah, but he's a good cook. He's a very good cook, especially when you cook fish or you, you're a good, you're a good cook. I can cook. You can barbecue. I, I don't barbecue. I don't, I'm afraid. 
to, <laughs> to barbecue. Ron Crow brought up a perfect situation too, gang. Understand, on the sport boats, most of those guys are eating a hamburger every day. They're eating the same breakfast every morning and they're eating the same thing. If you can bring something different, like Ron said he brings carne asada. If you can bring something different to feed the captain or feed the captain and the crew, it will absolutely get their attention like you can't even believe. The, but don't come on the boat and just shove money in people's pockets before you even get out there. That's not going to do That's not going to do anything. You want to make sure that you're super personable. At the end of the trip, tip accordingly. We had that whole series about tipping and how important it is. But tip accordingly. Just don't throw money at them thinking that they're going to respond to that. Now what do they tip? So when you say tip, what's appropriate, Dave? I know. I mean, what what is how what do you what do you base it off of? Well, like I always say, you can't tip like you're at a restaurant. No. It's not that's not because you're not you're not at a restaurant. If you have the greatest service in the world, hun. If you, we, oh, I'm going to eat that <laughs> breakfast burrito when we're done. That's for sure. But if you have the greatest service in the world at a restaurant, the waiter or waitress may have been at your table for five whole minutes the whole time. You're out on a sport boat. Those people are with you all day. If you're on a 10 hour trip, they're with you 10 hours. If you're on a three day trip or a 10 day, they're with you the whole time. So what's appropriate? What's good? What's a good? Well, if you think about this, most boats are going to operate with four to five crew members. So if you tip them $10, they're going to split that up five ways. Every boat splits up the tips evenly. That's just the way the game's played. So just understand if you had impeccable service, maybe give each crew member 20 bucks. That'd be awesome. We'd all be stoked with a $20 tip. That would be phenomenal. But you can't tip percentage. Let's just say your trip cost 120 bucks. If that's what you're going to tip is 20% of 120 bucks, well, that's not fair. That's not right because it's not a restaurant. It's not a bar. Everyone wants to bring it back to what you tip at a restaurant or a bar. That's not an appropriate tip, gang, because you're not at a restaurant or a bar. Right. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. And I don't know how they split tips at a restaurant or a bar, nor do I care because I don't work there. We could ask Sean and Jewel. I know Sean hates splitting his tips with anybody as he's killing himself behind yeah. the bar. But that's just part of the deal. Yeah. Tim Ogilvy wants to know, am I making a mistake using the trim tabs to keep the valve from bouncing or should I be using the trim on the motor, which is proper? Tim, a lot of that's going to depend on the weather. So you might have to change the course that you're driving in the ocean. If you're going straight into it, you're not going to stop that slapping of the bow by using the trim tabs. That's not going to change that. It's not going to bring the bow down because it's being handled by the ocean. So that's according to uh, what I believe is going to happen on a smaller boat. It's going to be hard to trim down the slapping. The trim tabs are basically going to be used for when the, the ocean's a little bit calmer and you can bring the bow down to, to, to uh, start to plane instead of it just sticking straight up as you're plowing along. You bring the bow down to plane, but it's not going to change the roughness of the ocean. Trim tabs are never going to change the roughness of the ocean. Yeah. So if you guys have a question, you can't... I, you can't send them in on the uh, Facebook or YouTube. You have to send them to my phone, 949-374-0786. Send them in to Kelly Girl. She'll be more than happy to answer any questions you might have. Matt wants to know, what restaurant would you suggest him taking his wife to in Dana Point Harbor for their anniversary? In Dana Point? Oh, uh, I would... Uh, um, let's see. Remember, most of them are gone. Yeah. So the wind and sea is gone. Wind, wind and sea is there. gone. Wind and oh, sea it is. is there. I, I like the wind and sea. I wind and sea is phenomenal. A great view of, oh, the, of the harbor there. Um, the wind and sea is yeah. beautiful. Get Food's a window great. seat. Tell them I want a window seat set mm -hmm. on the channel. Try to make your reservation around six o'clock so you can see the sun set out the window. It's And it's a beautiful restaurant. It's one of the only ones left in the harbor because they came through there and revamped the harbor and they were going to rebuild everything. And then all of a sudden, 
something crazy happened and now everything's setting there empty. But the Wind and Sea is still there. The John's Fish Market's still there. But uh, the Brig is still there. But there's not a lot of stuff there. The Chard House is still there up on the hill, Dave. But you don't really get a good view of the marina. I mean, it's a beautiful view from the Chard House. But, man. The Wind and Sea, you're right there. You're in like, the you're water. Right there. It's, it's, and it's, it's in the it's harbor. The Chard House is cool. I like the chart house, but it's up on the hill, so you're not in the harbor. In the harbor, wind and sea, go mm-hmm. to, go to, go to. Sure. You get to watch the sunset while yeah. you're sitting at the table there. You can watch the boats come in and out of the harbor. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like big, open restaurant. Yeah. And the and bar it, and it is gets humongous. Like, it gets romantic at night. You know, it's dim. And, and the food's great. The food's great. I've always had I have the calamari steak. Every time I go, I love the calamari steak. We always go there when we're in town. And we seem to go there if we have a, you know, for if we have a big crowd of people with us. Or oh, yeah. We there. Well, good. like my dad's funeral. We all mm-hmm. went there to have. Yeah, we did. And Bob Marty, and he's got the second oldest business in the harbor of the Wind and Sea. My dad was, is the longest tender in the harbor. And then Bob's second with the Wind and Sea. Dana Wharf was first, though. So we got some questions here. Hey, Captain Dave, this is Nelson from Los Angeles. Question is, I'm thinking of going to Cabo this December. Any recommendations on what Ponga Captain I can use to go fishing? Yeah, we use a guy named Jose. Kelly and I love Jose. He's a really good guy. He's, he speaks great English. He's super smart. We'll send it, We'll send you his uh, phone number after the show. He runs Mahi. Mahi, Mahi. Mahi Charters. Mahi, is it, it's not Mahi. Mahi, no. Mahi Fishing, Sport Fishing Charters. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Right. He takes good care of us. We we just like to fish for rooster fish, so yeah. he gets us into the roosters, and it's fun, and we have a good time. Okay, hello, Miss Kelly. What other hobbies do you have other than fishing and taking care of Marley? That, that I don't have a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot. Um, I really don't. I... I just, I'm so busy here at home doing, you know, like taking care of Marley, but so I don't have a whole lot of hobbies. I really don't. I really don't. Aside from fishing and um, doing my thing here at home. <laughs> right? What else? I don't have any hobbies. Shopping. Shopping. <laughs> no. She loves to shop. I'm not here. I don't shop here. But there's nothing to shop here, for so. here. No. So, yeah, there's not a I'm lot not. of that going on. Um, yeah, again, you can't call us. You got to. Send us a text message, 949-374-0786. All right. So Rob wants to know, coming down from Simi Valley, what's the better harbor, Oceanside or Dana Point? Dana Point. Always. Dana Point. Always Dana Point. Hands down. Oceanside Harbor is cool. The people that are there, and there's a lot of Oceanside Harbor guys watching us. I do a thing at the Oceanside Angling Club. I always do this seminar there. And I talk about it. Oceanside Harbor Bait Dock is a weird animal. It's open from 5 o'clock in the morning to 5.07 in the morning. So if you're not there in that seven-minute time period, you're not going to get any bait. And that's just a joke. But they're usually open from 5 in the morning till about 9 in the morning. And that's it. And if there's any type of south swell at all, the whole entrance to Oceanside Harbor breaks all the way across. I'm not a fan of that. I don't like that. So those two things are giant. Dana Point Harbor, it's awesome. the waves don't break in front of the harbor. You have to go by the bait barge just to get out of the harbor. The bait barge is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Dana Point Harbor is on the end off-ramp from the 5 Freeway, dumps out right into Dana Point Harbor. If you're towing your boat, it's super simple and easy. I know the Lawn Tramp and Oceanside Harbor is pretty close to that, except that it just doesn't have any room. And you're driving straight across. This. It's a it's a weird Lawn Tramp. It's not a lot of fun. Dana Point, if anybody anywhere on a trailerable boat is coming to Southern California, San Diego sucks. <laughs> L.A. sucks. Well, it, takes, it takes you so long. like Just to get there. Just to get there and then to get out of the harbor. To get out of the harbor. That's what I love about Dana Point is – takes you what five just five minutes so you're, you can be out and you turn make a, make in a the turn ocean. and you're out in the ocean and, you're ready and when to you go. go fishing what do you want to do you want to go out fishing yeah, you don't you want to be fishing. driving be through driving the harbor like, yeah i don't know and it's all fun in the morning when you're all excited and, yeah. 
and you don't really notice. When you come in in the afternoon <laughs> and drive through that harbor for 40 minutes or 30 minutes, and then you get to the lawn tramp and you get your boat on the trailer, and then you got another 20 minute drive and booger eater traffic to get back to the yeah. freeway. And if you're at Dana Point, you'd already be halfway home mm -hmm. by the time the guys just get into the lawn tramp in Long Beach or San Diego. Sucks. Hey, Captain Dave, this is, oh, we just did that. Sorry. I apologize. Jeff Lopez from Riverside here. If you, Kelly girl, if you, if and when you're able to get away from the house and Dave is gone also, who watches Marley and how often does that happen? It doesn't ha happen very often. So you, we don't, uh, we're rarely gone at the same time. So, and if Dave's usually out doing stuff, I'm here. So that, I don't know. <laughs> we don't, we don't leave. And the same thing, like I said, it's kind of just put our life on pause when mm -hmm. my dumbass got a monkey. <laughs> yeah. It kind of just put everything on pause. Captain Dave, Phil Freeman's been on the show. Phil was on the show, I think episode five or something of the live shows on Fridays. We had Phil Freeman on the show live. Phil Freeman's a good personal friend of ours. We love Phil. He's been on the show. So Philip talks about me and I talk about him all the time. We worked together back in the infantile days of uh, 976 Tuna when he first started that. But Phil's been on the show. We'll bring him back on again another time. I promise. I got so many people that want to be on the podcast now. It's overwhelming. Yeah. People from all over the United States are just dying to come on the podcast. Now that we have such a huge following mm -hmm. and such a big download, it's crazy. Don't ever apologize for all the questions, Tim. We love you, man. And we need the questions. That helps to bring the show along. It's, there's not a lot of people texting questions. There's never a problem. What do squid nests look like on the pherometer? That's a great question. We have a full series of on the website, yoursaltwaterguide.com, that shows you exactly what the squid nest looks like on the pherometer. It's going to be like a yellowish fuzz on the bottom, if you will. It's going to be a yellowish fuzz laying right on the bottom. And uh, when you light it up, the squid will come off that bottom that fuzz laying on the bottom and start to float underneath the lights, Tim. And uh, if you go to our website, yoursaltwaterguide.com, you can check out the 580 plus videos on how to fish in Southern California. Our podcasts are all available over there, all our guests. If you go on our website or download our app, you'll see the Phil Friedman interview. Phil was on the show. That's on our our uh, app. Yeah, we have an app. Your Saltwater Guide has an app. You can download it on uh, on Google Play or you can download it on the app store on your, uh, your iPhone or any way you can get an app. You can get yeah, Just go to your app store wherever your app store. And you are, can get you can download it. Your Saltwater Guide. You can see all the podcasts. You can see so much. The app has so much and it's very, very easy to use. Ace, your phone's broken. Okay. Kelly girl, what is the rotation system on a sport boat? It seems that the regulars sneak on the stern. Not when I was running the boat. <laughs> oh my God. I was, I was a horrible captain. You? I wouldn't let anybody get away with nothing, man. The rotation. I don't know if they do it anywhere else. In Dana point, we do a rotation. If it's a half day trip, we do it every 45 minutes. If it's a three-quarter day trip, we do it every hour and a half. And uh, that allows everybody a chance to fish in the back part of the boat. We have four sets of numbers on the sport boats in Dana Point. Each set of numbers is a different color. And so Kelly Girl gets on the boat. She's number 13. She's going to be number 13 on the rail all day. That's going to be her number. And then what we do is in 45 minutes, and we have a little watch up on the bridge, and we set the clock, and we say, okay, here we go. Everybody wind them up and rotate. Same number, next section around to your right. 15 spaces around to your right. Wind them up and rotate. 15 spaces around to your right. That way everybody gets a chance to fish on the stern because for some reason, where the chums at, the bait tank, everything is just a much easier place to fish. 
So that's why we try to rotate you around and keep you going in the right, the right way. Kelly girl, Captain Dave, this is Nelson. My wife and Kelly girl look like Heather Locklear. You better. <laughs> oh, look like Heather Locklear, but way better. Oh, thank you. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Captain Dave and Kelly Girl, do you find it harder now with all the shows and getting content for them? <laughs> Marley throwing ping pong balls at us. I don't find it hard. I make so much content. I put out 28 brand new videos every single week. I have so much. I, I try to make sure that I shoot video of everything I do. Yeah. Like I was up throwing a stick for the dog at the, in Lake Tahoe and I put that hot air balloon video up and it's got well over a million views already in four days. It's just crazy. I think pretty much we're at a point now where whatever Kelly and I do, people want to see it, man. We can put up anything now. We're getting thousands of views. It's crazy, gang. I don't understand it. I don't know. I think it's my mouth. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, babe? I think, I think you're right. I don't know. They're just, I, I think I'm like a NASCAR racer just waiting to see the crash. <laughs> Wait, what, you mean people are waiting to see your me crash? crash right <laughs> they're like what is he gonna yeah. what's gonna come out of his mouth yeah, this time what is he going to they, say they love the, your, a lot of people love your sarcasm they really like that <laughs> yeah Some dave burris says having marley has to be hard on your relationship do you want to answer that yeah it's it's gnarly yeah. kelly worries about we have we have so many animals and so much stuff going on, and now we have five cats that have moved into our backyard. Yeah. And Kelly girl worries about everything. She worries about Marley so much. She worries about Dolly. She'll wake me up in the middle of the night worried about where the cats are, even though I know there's no way they can get out of the house. She's constantly worry. worried I'm about all the animals what and what they're doing and how they're doing. So it's a constant battle. It's a uh, yeah, and it's tough. It's very, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And then I get, I get frustrated because I think, oh, if Dave didn't have to have this monkey, I wouldn't be so dang attached to him. You know, <laughs> I'm in love with him and he's like a child, but. And oh, our but, buddy yeah. Justin told us that would happen. So it's Justin's fault. Justin, thank you. He said, you guys get that monkey. And I'm like, Kelly doesn't want him. She goes, she'll fall in love with yeah, them. And, and her whole world but, will revolve around Marley. He is a, he is a handful too. So I got Dave and the monkey. And Jeff Lopez says, it's not sarcasm. It's just Dave speaks his truth. That's true. <laughs> We've been doing this for so long. We're at the point where I don't really care what the other booger eaters think. I don't care. Now that you don't starter, have you ever thought about designing your own lures, rigs, et cetera, to sell? Mike Lewis, I have that phenomenal website. And... Uh, it keeps us super busy all the time. Your saltwater guide, the website is super, super encompassing all. And I don't have time to manufacture lures and go through all that rigmarole and all that crap that goes into that whole thing. What? Do you see that? Yeah. Oh. They're all coming on. Everybody's oh, coming oh, on to talk to us. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, very cool. All right. So, gang, we're going to stop the questions. We're going to bring in some a very, very good friend of Kelly Girls and I. He became a member of the website, I think, three years ago. And now he's one of our very good friends. We're going to bring Jack in right now. And and uh, Jack, welcome to the show. Hi, Jack. Hello, everyone. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Dave. And Pablo will bring you in in just a minute. But Jack, big news. Did you have fun yesterday? More than fun. Um, it was it was a great, great day yesterday. Three years in the making. Um and was able to get my first couple of bluefin. So um, it was epic. We left, um, we left at a Dana point early morning. Um, you know, we followed the game plan. We went to the 277, you know, there was a bunch of boats that, you know, um, were, were fishing obviously on top of each other. And what, what I learned um, for fishing for bluefin is like fishing on boats with boats just doesn't work because people will push them down. We got, you know, to the 277. We pretty much had the place all to ourselves. There were foamers everywhere. Um, we threw a mackerel in one instant hookup. Um, I threw like a small kind of jig in there as well. Instant hookup. I mean, it was, we were doubled up. It was just epic. Um, that's really your boat right there, there right? It, that's my boat. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it was a nice little, a nice little skiff. So we definitely, um, 
you know, put a lot, a good amount of fish on the boat, which is awesome. So would you say that the websites helped you a little bit? 100%. I mean, just to share a little bit of myself, like I, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. I didn't really know much about fishing for bluefin and, um, I had a boat and I wanted to get into fishing about three years ago. And I'm like, here's this, I looked on YouTube. I couldn't really get information. I found this website, your saltwater guide, Southern California fishing. Like, isn't this great signed up and you know, I'd learned everything and watched the videos religiously and, um, you know, talk to Dave, ask questions and like, you know, it, it works, you know, if I can do it, you guys can do it. A monkey can do it. <laughs> um, Jack, I remember three years ago, you called me our first conversation. I answered the phone, right? Yeah, you did. Don't you think someone that owns a website and answers the phone, isn't that kind of unique? No, it's, it's amazing. It's like, um, having like a friend, right. To be able to ask questions about, right. It's like, and you know, that's super invaluable. Like fishing is about, it's about knowledge and having knowledge is power and, and, and it allows you to catch fish faster and more efficiently. And like, you know, having that information was just gold. Um, you know, maybe if I didn't have the website, I'd probably be sitting here five, 10 years from now still with no fish, but now I have fish and I can kind of celebrate. So Yay. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Look at this Great. one more time. Look at this fish. Yeah. Look at that smile. Do you think, yeah. <laughs> look at that yeah. smile gang try to buy that smile you can't i mean I don't, I don't really smile that often but i definitely am smiling here so now you've had the opportunity to meet sunny my yeah. one of my guides and went out with him and kind of when you were out there on the water and you were looking at that thing on the 277 i like what you had to say about you saw the bait you knew you were kind of in the zone right exactly i think like when i um I, I stuck to my guns and from what I've been hearing from what Justin said and other members have been saying, like the fish have been coming back, coming up in the afternoon. And, you know, I saw tons of bait at the 277, um, tons of temp breaks, chlorophyll breaks. Right. And, you know, I marked some bait from like, I don't know, zero, maybe 10 feet to a hundred feet, completely packed. Like I've never seen that much bait before. And there was nothing really happening at that moment around lunchtime, but I was like, I'm, I bet that by 2 p.m. or 1 p.m., there's going to be tuna that are going to, you know, scarf down this bait. There's no way they're going to leave this bait here without coming up. And it's exactly what happened. So I stuck to my instinct. So my advice is, you know, look for bait, look for birds, you know, um, and, and you're going to be in good shape. And it's all because of all the knowledge you got from that silly website, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's everything. I mean, it's, you know. It, it sped up the process and, and like, I wanted to catch fish. I'm impatient. I don't want to go out there like 20 freaking times and, and fail 20. Freaking, I want to go out there and like speed up the process and catch as quick as I can. Right. And then keep catching. So, well, I thank you so much for coming on here. I want you to stay with us. Don't leave. Okay. We got Justin and Pablo standing by and they both had phenomenal days yesterday. Justin, you stand by for a minute. I'm going to bring you in here. Pablo, welcome to the show, buddy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, good morning or good afternoon, whatever it is now. You, <laughs> Hi, Pablo. You Hi. had a kind of a spectacular day yesterday, and you got to take out one of our regulars. You got to take out one of our regular um, members. He's been a member for five years. You would have thought, why would, why would John hire a guide? But... I'm going to show what happened. You tell the story real quick. Okay. So, um, yeah, John, as you mentioned, John hired me for some guide services through your saltwater guide. And um, we, you know, hit it off right away pretty much on the phone. We started talking and actually went down there on another day and just checked out his boat to make sure it, everything. Whoops. He's gone. All right. We'll bring Pablo back in a minute. He was starting to tell us. Oh, there he is. You're back. Anyway, connected with John, and he told me the only thing we want is a Dorado. Tina hasn't caught a Dorado, and that's that's all we want. And he's like, I just got to get my wife. She's For some reason, the Dodos have eluded her. Whether it's she, they're not chewing, they're spitting the hook at her, they're biting everybody else's line but hers, but she just has not been able to land one. 
So I said, okay. I said, well, I don't have, you know, a magic wand or anything. I said, but I'm going to go out on a limp today and I'm going to find you one. So I said, we're not coming back until we find one pretty much. And I said, you guys, it's about Tina today. It's about her catching one. So um, we pushed out early and um, we'll talk about where we went later. But um, yeah, we got out there in the zone, what I thought was the right zone. And we were blowing by guys surrounding bluefin and yellowfin and dolphins. And they're like, over there, over there. You know, we stopped at a few patties. I'm like, yeah, we're going to keep going. We kept going. And then I knew we were in the zone. A big clue was a boat that was somewhat close to us. We saw him pull one up on the troll. I'm like, okay, we're going to keep going. And then we went a little further. The water was perfect. That deep blue, warm, beautiful day. It was glassy. You could have barefoot water skied out there yesterday. And um, then we just started getting the double hookups. And we made sure Tina landed the first one. And she was so happy. She was, uh, she was kissing the fish, actually. And, you know, she was high-fiving. And she was super, super stoked. And, oh, yeah. And, and then I said, yeah, guys. I said, guess what? This is just the beginning. We're going to leave all these boats behind us. We're going to keep going the same direction we're going. And we're going to just start loading up on these guys. And I told them, we're going to keep trolling once we keep getting double hookups. And once I start seeing them come to the boat, and we're going to keep one on the troller for a second to kind of walk him around the boat and bring his friends along. Once I see a bunch of them, I'm going to start scooping out bait. Everybody's going to switch to fly lines, and we're going to get as many as you want. So that's what we did. And the basically the, the first good stop is where we just kind of uh, just loaded up. We got 40 Dorado, um, most of them, you know, kind of smaller side. And then we got a few good ones as well. But it was your typical Dorado fest where they're just everywhere. Everybody's flipping on fish. Looks like uh, Tina found a comfortable cushion there on about <laughs> the Dorado in the corner. And uh, yeah, was, you know how it gets. And uh, we just loaded it up and then we drew a line home and that was it. Pablo, I would love for you to tell everybody where this happened at, but oh, we're going to save that for the game plans, gang. If you're tired of sucking at fishing and you want to get involved in all this great fishing like Jack had and Pablo had, all you got to do is become a member of my website. We give you every single thing you need to be successful when you go out on the water. Look at that. Look That's at John cool. and Tina. You think they're kind of happy there, Pablo? <laughs> yeah, they were They were a little bit excited. They were super stoked. <laughs> and and um, with the, the guide stuff, too, that, you know, that you want us to do, Dave, the, the whole mantra out there is just getting them stoked on fishing and showing them how to use their boats and their local fisheries and really understanding the whole big picture um they get it man they get it i dialed in their boat and even um john was saying i didn't know my boat could do that and i was like doing everything from adjusting the throttle on the way so it would stay you know at a good speed or whatever whatever it was and um we just kept just doing little tweaks as we're cruising and i kept hearing him say that i'm like i don't know i could do that i didn't i didn't know that we had that and it's like well hey man i didn't know that either at one time and obviously somebody showed me and then, you know, through experience, you just kind of, it doesn't matter what you're running or what you're on. You just figure out all the little idiosyncrasies and, and tune it in. So it works. Thank you so much for that. And thanks for helping out our members all the time. Like I always say, Pablo, Justin, and Sonny, they got you guys covered. And I mean, everybody, these guys are available for all of you. But let's bring in the superstar of your saltwater guide, the website, the membership Justin Botrell, welcome to the show, buddy. Justin, hey, how you doing, Kelly? Hi. Oh, hey, Dave, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay today. Justin had a phenomenal day yesterday, too. Now, think about this. Jack was out on his boat in a totally different area. Pablo was out with John and Tina on their boat in a totally different area. And then, Justin, you were out with who yesterday? I was out with Corky. On his boat out of Dana Point, right? Yes. In a totally different area. In a totally different area. There is so much fish out there right now. It's unbelievable. We uh, we headed out and we, we found a lot of red tide. The thickest red tide I've ever seen. So we blew past the red tide, threw the trollers out, and hooked the marlin. It was wow, really wow. cool. 
Yeah, we, oh, yeah. we lost it. It wasn't hooked all the way. So, but how exciting, huh? To have it jump out of the water and oh, yeah, wow, that's pretty fun. cool. So then, uh, uh oh, hold on. I forgot to turn off my phone. Oops. Yay. Yeah, let me turn it off real quick. So everybody uh, wants to know where you were, and now they're calling you. I know. Actually, it is someone right now. So uh, we uh, headed over to another area where we seen bluefin in the morning, and uh, he asked me. You think we could find them? I said, "You're with me, of course you can." <laughs> so I showed I showed him how to do a certain thing that's on your saltwater guide, and to track the bluefin on where they're going and how to find them. And literally, we found them two miles in that direction, and it was pretty wide open. But it's so exciting. Let me tell you where the numbers are. So the no, 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 no. That your saltwater oh, guide. You want that it's stuff? So you got to be a member. Stop Dang it. it. All right, sorry. It's just know, so exciting. There's excited. so much bluefin in this area, and no one's working it. It's amazing. We didn't t- we didn't stop Jack in time, so everyone's going to the 277 tomorrow. Oh, thank goodness! Go over there. Yeah, <laughs> go, yeah. go to that area. We're not we're not telling you guys where Justin and Pablo were, but hey, you might not, you might. But look at let me yeah. see something. I think I got a picture. Is this what you did? Did you do that, Justin? Oh, yeah. On that spinning rod, too, right behind us. <laughs> yeah. spinning rod. Oh, but my hey, God. We, landed it. we got ours on a spinning rod as well. It was, it was, oh, it was quite something. You left that part of the story out. Yeah. 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 No, it was, yeah, we got ours on a spinning rod. I, I won't say what we got it on, but um, you can take a logical guess. Um, but yeah, it was um, my first bluefin on a spinning rod. It was, yeah. Quite an experience. How exciting, huh? How was that uh, fight? It was, it was, it was a pretty good. Like it was, I think it was close to one forty. So it was, nice. it was going deep, and I've never experienced that kind of like pressure before. And it took us about three hours to get that up to the boat. So, yeah, and, yeah. And those of you that are listening on the podcast across Justin's fish, what did that go about one fifty? Because they're yeah, not seeing in the picture. One fifty-two to one fifty-six, right around there. And then Jack, you've, the fish that have the picture of on your deck, that thing looks about 140, 150 yeah. pounds also. And then the one you have in the water next to the boat, that thing looks like it's 500 pounds. That's a phenomenal <laughs> yeah, picture. Yeah, that was a good one, yeah. Jack makes videos for a living, so he's pretty good at that camera thing. That picture is spectacular. But the people that are driving around in their cars listening to the podcast, they don't get to see all this. But, gang, what we're trying to do is let you understand that you do not have to go out there on the water and try to figure this thing out on your own. We've got people right here that are going with you on your boat to show you how. We got Jack that watched every video, paid attention to everything Justin and Pablo, myself and Sonny have said day in and day out. And it started, It's look at the proof's in the pudding, gang. Everybody's here sharing what they're doing. If you go over to our, our uh, website or you go on the... Uh, app and you look at the community jack since you're i mean pablo and justin work for me but mm-hmm. are with me whatever you want to say you're a member you don't have any financial interest in this thing do you think that community is a good thing 100 percent. and like i think you know having justin like i mean thanks justin too I've, I've been talking with justin too like you know um here and there um and kind of like seeing where he's going but and also talking about Sonny. So also having the guides is huge too, like having access to them and like they're out there every day. And it's like, you know, there's other websites out there, but you know, the knowledge isn't as, you know, accessible and clear um, and, and helpful. So I think, you know, it's, you know, it's not easy to catch a bluefin. I mean, um, I know you guys make it look easy and you guys do it every day, but uh, it took a lot of, a lot of work. Um, and, you know, I, don't think I would have been able to do it without the website. So, so gang, if you're sitting on the fence trying to figure out if this your saltwater guide is worth it, if you don't understand all these testimonials, all these things we show you on a weekly basis, and all the all the cool things, you can go to our website right there and check it out. You can grab the QR code. You can go over there. Then next week we might have you on the show. You never know, but. Um, I can promise you this. If you're trying to figure this out on your own, it's going to take you forever. You're not going to get it figured out on your own. I'll give you a free look. 
at the website. Pablo has his phone number on the website. Justin has his phone number on the website. Sonny has his phone number on the website. We don't require you to hire us to talk to us. Well, you have to be a member. But then as far as that goes, Pablo, Justin, Sonny, myself, we're going to share everything we got. I mean, Jack's telling you right now, he calls Justin all the time. He'd be calling Pablo, except that he doesn't go to San Diego. Pablo's in San Diego. Gang, we're here to help you to be better on your boat. There's no reason for you to suck at fishing unless you're totally into it. And then don't call us because then you're not going to suck anymore. <laughs> so not only that day, but um, just becoming part of the website, once you get the game plans and the reports and everything, you get in contact with us on the water as well. Mm-hmm. Where can you where can you do that? Name a website. I'll wait. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Yeah, and then the, the owner's calling you up and talking to you when you sign up. I mean, that's probably one of my favorite phone calls, Pablo, is when I call the member when he just signs up, and then they're like, it's you calling me? <laughs> and they, that gets me right in my heart because I'm just an old fisherman. I, I'm, I'm nothing special. And then when they treat me like I'm special because I called them, it just <sighs> makes my heart swell up, and I'm so – I'm jazzed. And then I show Kelly on the – website all the time I go look at like last night i go look at what jack caught look at what jack caught <laughs> kelly's all no way and i go yeah jack jack caught this hun look at this and then i go look at what john stanley and tina did with pablo yesterday we were looking and i look at everybody's post and everybody's pictures and it it warms my heart that we're having all the success and all these cool things are happening to all these people that are just decided to sign up. Yeah. And Justin, Dave was dying to talk to you last night. He was so worried about you. He was like, I can't get a hold of Justin. I can't get a hold of Justin. And then finally you called and he felt better, but that was so Cause cool. you hooked that giant bluefin on that. <laughs> he was like, couldn't rock. wait to talk to you. I know my wife almost called Coast Guard on me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I have a tracker on my phone and for some reason it went off and oh, uh, she couldn't find me. So she's like, I almost called Coast Guard. I was oh. like, don't do that. <laughs> now this is a question this is for goes back to jack and i asked you this question many times because i i care about my content and the videos i put out jack makes videos for this is his job that's all he does and you tell everybody what you think of the videos i make i mean i i love them i mean they're amazing and like i like i tell dave all the time it's like he um like you know the video and the content is great. And like, um, you know, it's, 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 it's just, yeah. I mean, they're great. There's nothing more much to say about them other than like they produce results. Right. And I think that's kind of what, you know, we're all kind of looking for when we go fishing. Um, and I think it's also worth adding too that my girlfriend called me like 10 times. She's, I was on this blue fin um yesterday for three hours and i couldn't get service because it was down so freaking deep that i was like i can't get this thing up and i needed to call my girlfriend because she was like freaking out she's like where are you and i'm like i've been on this fish for three freaking hours so um same boat yeah they don't have a sense of humor about no. not answering your no. phone no they- yeah no there's no reason why you should not answer your Even if you are hooked up to I'm a 200-pound movement. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Pablo, Justin, real quick, those that are sitting on the fence trying to figure out if it's worth it, give every Pablo, you start. Give everybody your information. Okay, so Pablo Fernandez, Fernandez Charters. You can find me at fernandezcharters.com or at fernandezcharters on Instagram. The phone number is 619-431-3070. That's 619-431-3070. Uh, give me a call anytime. I'll either answer it or I'm out there out of service, but I'll get back to you as quick as I can. And um, I do have one dirty little secret, Cap, if I could share that real quick. And not if you're giving away information. Well, not real information. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so I hate to do this. So oh. I had to disprove a myth yesterday. Okay, you guys see this guy? Oh boy! <laughs> oh, I love bananas. I had one on my boat too. 
So, so this one was in my backpack yesterday, and I'm sorry, Stanleys, but I just wanted I I was hoping I hoping I didn't have to hide it from you, but <laughs> and I forgot to show it to him because I had to run in yesterday to go to my dad's birthday, and I was way late for that out of contact. So I'm still looking out, but it was a great day. But anyway, guys, superstition is superstition. It comes from a real deal back in the day. But here's the thing, man. Just get out there and follow the plan, and it doesn't matter if you have a dozen bananas on your freaking boat. <laughs> all right, Justin, real quick, let everybody know. I know you all got to get back to work. All right, 951-703-9442. And my website and the charter I run is bowlinesportfishing.com. And also, don't forget, next Tuesday in Norwalk at 630 at Turner's, I'll be doing the Promar Seminar for Hoop Netting. So make sure you go there. It's a free seminar. Just come on and watch. Absolutely. Don't miss the seminar. We'll talk about it again Monday. We'll talk about it Tuesday on the show, Justin. Maybe we'll bring you on the show on Tuesday when you get done. I know you're fishing all weekend. Pablo's fishing. Everybody's fishing this weekend, gang. They'll come back around and let us know what's going on out on the water. Gang, don't miss the game plan this weekend. If you want to know where these guys were and what they were doing, it's all going to be available on the game plan at YourSaltWaterGuide.com, gang. It's the only comprehensive information you can get for fishing out on the water in Southern California, and it's the only place you can actually talk to the owner of the website and the guides that work every day with the members. So, Jack, Pablo, Justin, Kelly Girl, Thank you all for being on the show today. I think we did a great job. I think everybody had a nice time. And I will talk to all of you later on today. Thank you very much, Justin, Pablo, Jack. Thanks. Thank Thank you, guys. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye, Marley. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Gang, thank you all for listening to the show. Thanks for watching. Tomorrow, big, big day. We got the the boys from... uh, Beach Bum Outdoors joining us on the show. We got Bearded Brad, we got Realtor Brant, and we got Beach Bum himself all joining us on the show tomorrow from live podcast from their studio in beautiful Alabama. They're going to be coming to us live. They do a phenomenal job surf fishing. We're going to have all kinds of great information. They all three have giant followings, social media followings. Check them out. Check out their store. And I will see you all tomorrow. Kelly Girl, thank you. Oh. What does he want? A shirt. I I a shirt oh, shit. We got to give away the shirt. Uh-oh. <laughs> the audience get free shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kelly, girl, you got to pick a winner. Oh, my God. Um, Thank you, Mike Lewis. My God. We almost screwed that one up. Um, Hello, Mike Lewis. Let's see. Um, oh, we got a question real quick. Robert wants to know, what is your favorite time of year down in Cabo? Well, it sure ain't now. No, <laughs> no like November. November, just, yeah. November 13th, they throw a switch down here. The humidity goes away. It's spectacular. The temperature's in Thanks, the 80s. Yeah, well, Thanksgiving time is the best. Yeah. Yes. And uh, quick. So you pick, you pick. Who's going to win a shirt? You pick. Come on, hurry, hurry, hurry. Rob. Rob, 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 you just won. Right, Rob, Rob, that asked the question Rob. about Dana Point, Oceanside Harbor, you won. Not you, Mike Lewis. Okay. <laughs> ah. hey, don't forget to leave the stars. Thank you so much for everybody Thank tuning you. in every day. And I love Rob, all of you. Send us your uh, mailing address and your T-shirt size, and we will get that out to you today. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. See you tomorrow. Great show. Bye. Great time tomorrow. See you all tomorrow. Bye.